What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The next hottest team in the NBA, Steph Curry. You saw what they came in and did to Brooklyn. The next hottest team in the NBA, Steph Curry. That's the next hottest team. That's the name of the team? That's the next hottest team. Everybody know who I'm talking about. And welcome back to What's Burning, our last day in New York. Uh, we're pre-taping What's Burning, so if we're a little off by a game or two, forgive us. Blame it on the weed, not our hearts. Anyway, Jack, week ahead. You good? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at the Suns, man. The hottest team in the NBA right now. Uh, they play the Knicks Friday, the Nets Saturday. A lot of people said that this team pretty much had a lucky path to the finals last year and they wouldn't be able to duplicate what they accomplished last year. Uh, what do you think about this team so far this season? That's the fact. Every team they play had a key player down. It's just the truth, but they're still a good team. They're balling right now. They're going to beat the shit out of the Knicks. <laughs> you have a lot of confidence in the Knicks, I see? Uh, yeah, Knicks are good, but the Suns are better. No, I, I like what they're doing. I, I think you know, getting Aiden back is big for them, uh, but CP is, is being CP, book, uh, and their supporting cast. Also, shout out to JaVale McGee. He played really well while Aiden was down. But, yeah, the Suns are definitely a top three or four team in the West right now. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, how this how this plays out. Obviously, health is going to be a big part for CP3. Um, but outside of that, this is definitely one of the better teams in the league. And then to round out the weekend, they go into Barclays. This team really misses Kyrie. Uh, the Nets do. What do you think about that matchup? I just think, you know, it's going to be a good game. I, I think it's going to be a, a win by the Nets. I, you know, I think KD just show up for games like these. You know what I'm saying? He's probably the best player in the game right now. Most unstoppable player along with Greek Freak. But I just think he's going to show up big. He show up big in games like this, and I don't think they have an answer for him on the Suns right now. But the Suns, is, as a team, is playing better. So that always gets you wins on the yeah, road. I definitely think individually between KD and James, it's hard to match those two. But outside of that, I think Phoenix's strength is their team and the way they move the ball and the way they fly around on defense. So it'll be interesting. You know the Phoenix will be ready to play. You got to see if uh, Brooklyn will be ready to play. Looking ahead, the next hottest team in the NBA, 
Steph Curry. We saw what they came in and did to Brooklyn. The next hottest team in the NBA, Steph Curry. That's the next hottest team. That's the name of the team? That's the next hottest team. <laughs> Everybody know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Steph and the Warriors. Golden State with three winnable games this week. Uh, they got Philly Wednesday, Portland Friday, the Clippers on Sunday to round out the week. To me, top team in the league right now playing the best basketball with the hottest player, arguably the best player in the world right now, it's Steph Curry. How impressed have you been with the way that Steph and Draymond have been able to get these younger guys caught up to speed because you know Golden State is all predicated upon thinking and this was a very young team, but they have a lot of young depth now that have been playing really well and they got the best record in the league. Yeah, a lot of these young guys got a chance to play big minutes last year. You know what I mean? And Steph was playing at this same level last year right. while those guys was playing big minutes. So now that Draymond is coming in the form, now that you know the echoes of Clay coming back, the echoes of Wiseman coming back. It's probably a different feeling that team right now. We, they're probably feeling like, okay, we back to the championship team, and that's how they playing. And like you said, all three of those games are winnable, mm -hmm. but them, you know, especially being the best team in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, Steph is on another planet right now. The way he's shooting the ball, I want to say about 75 makes away from passing um, Ray Allen. To me, there's nothing you can do. You mentioned earlier about, you know, the two most dominant players in the game being KD and, and Giannis, but to me, you got to put Steph right up in that category. He's ne not nearly their size but just as effective. The one thing about this team is they know how to win. Again, they've kept their core together with Dre, with Steph, bringing Iguodala back to lead that bench, getting Clay back soon. Um, I definitely think Golden State's in a great position to stay healthy and be there at the end. Last thing before we leave them, how do you feel like Clay coming back Will that mess up their rotation because they've had to do it with them without two years, or is Clay someone that can just come back in and fit right back in? Nah, you know, missing two years, being away from the game two years is definitely going to affect anybody. You know, especially somebody that had the injuries he's had. So I think they're going to they're gonna bring him in real slow. Mm -hmm. You don't want to kill the momentum of the team and the way they're playing and try to bring Clay in and give him all the minutes, then they throw stuff off and throw, the, throw everything off. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's what they want to do. And you don't want to put that much pressure on Clay to try to put, do the same thing that two, two or three guys is, you know, that, that's filling mm -hmm. in for him doing as a group mm -hmm. by himself. Yeah. So uh, I think Steve's going to do a good job of giving them minutes but not putting too much on them too early. Agreed. I mean, he's coming back from Achilles and ACLs, both of them which used to be career enders, and he's coming back off both of those surgeries. One person I think that's benefited the most um, from this experience with Clay being out has been Jordan Poole. Mm -hmm. This kid's averaging, I think, 17, 18 points a game. and. I think another thing that people may not be thinking of because this team is playing so good is, like you said, all these young players got valuable time last year and they know how to play now, which also makes them very valuable trade assets. Right. So, you, the, you know, Golden State could fuck around at the trade deadline and trade, you know, two or three key of these young members and maybe like a Wiggins, who, who's also playing really good right now, and get like another superstar. So you never know. Ben Simmons? Is he a good fit there? Yeah. Yeah. Spread out the court and let him go. Pass, defend. Mm-hmm. Could be good. Could be big. <laughs> we'll see. But definitely looking forward to, you know, seeing what the Warriors continue to do. Next up on the radar, presented to you by DraftKings. Man, two teams that got a great chance to be there when it's all said and done in the Eastern Conference. The Heat at the Bulls Saturday. Uh, the Heat's odds to win the Eastern Conference are 6-1. to one. Bulls are 18-1 to one to win the East. Uh, what excites you about these teams? Well, with the Heat, you know, I think they're finally healthy. They, they got a, a veteran in Kyle Lowry now, and um, we've seen what they, can, what they can do. This team can upset a lot of people, but the Bulls has really shocked everybody. 
You know, the way they started the season off with the, with the uh, moves that they made. You know, if they can get Vujicic healthy and get another solid big man to, to back him up, they can really cause some problems in these. Yeah, I like the Heat a lot. I think adding Kyle Lowry and P.J. Tucker kind of rounded out that team. Tyler Hero is the number one sixth man in the league, uh, at least as far as points off the bench, having a great season. He was someone that, that felt disrespected after last year. And this preseason, he said, my name needs to be in that Luka and Trey Young category. Yeah, well, come on, bro. I don't know if he's quite there, but it's, yeah, it's his, don't point, do that. But his points are there. He's I, I, I love your confidence, but yeah. we're going to keep it real on this show. Yeah, no, he's not quite there, but I definitely think he's creeping up that ladder. He's closed the gap because he had a great rookie year. He had an off second year. This third year is definitely his coming out party, possibly winning six minutes. But look, we're talking year. about Luka MVP, though. You know, yeah. we ain't talking Tyler Hero. Agreed. Hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. <laughs> it's stupid. I picked the Bulls like I picked the Suns last year to be the surprise team before the season started, and they're doing their thing. I think with Alonzo uh, Ball and Caruso out there, the head of the snake on defense, DeMar DeRozan's brought his scoring and his veteran leadership. Zach Levine's been a killer. Vucevic uh, in the middle, like you said, got to get him healthy. But I really like the Bulls. And the, the one thing about the Bulls is they play hard as fuck on defense. So it's going to be exciting um, to see what both these teams can do throughout the Eastern Conference. If you had to pick one of these teams to make a deeper run this season, who would you pick? I'm going with Miami. They got the experience. They got the, the two better veterans in my mind and um, better coach. I'm going to jump off the deep end. I'm going to go with Chicago. I just like their young activity, uh, the energy they play with and they play defense. And to me, that's gonna be the key uh, in that Eastern Conference. All right, next up, Secure the Bag, presented by one of our favorite sponsors, Moneyline. Moneyline. Staples Center will be changed to Crypto.com Arena. That doesn't even really flow right. I think that's gonna be the arena that Kobe built or Staples Center. But they paid a lot of money to get that name on there. So 700 million for a 20-year partnership, it's about 35 million a year, 2.9 million a month, almost 750k a week, 100k a day for 20 years. Now you gotta pay to play, man. Fuck yeah. all that. You gotta pay to play. Crypto.com, I feel y'all game. Yeah. Y'all some. Hey, we ain't gonna do too much negotiating. It's this or that. You are gonna take this here? 700 million. I mean, that's you know, pretty soon the, the Clippers are gonna be moving out of the, the crypto arena. What did uh, Westbrook say the other the other day? What you call this? The Crip? Oh, the Crip Arena? Oh, Crip I thought it Crip Arena. No, oh, Crypto. I it Crip Arena. I mean, I, you know, Stable Center's been historical uh, since it came in the late 90s uh, for L.A. Again, a lot of great Laker runs. Clippers put some banners up of, uh, as players, uh, but no championships. But, um, I mean, great business move, I guess. Vanessa made a post about seeing, when, when this all broke news in L.A., uh, Vanessa Bryant made a post saying it'll forever be known as the arena that Kobe built. Thoughts on that? I agree. I agree. I mean, this is business, but in our hearts and our minds, people that love the game, people that know Kobe, people that know anything about the Lakers, even the ownership and everybody around there is going to feel the same way she feels and the same way we feel. Completely agree. And then also shout out uh, Malka, one of the best production companies in the game. They secured the bag with an acquisition with Moneyline. So me and Jack expect to see some nice Christmas bonuses for our part in that happening. Yeah. But anyway, man, shout out the whole Malka team, man. They've been dope. And again, shout out Moneyline for definitely making a strong presence. We got some Moneyline checks coming in December, too. Moneyline, Moneyline. Got some good Moneyline checks on the way.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. We had a great conversation with Gillian Wallow. The episode will drop December 2nd. Um, thoughts on our interview with them? Good dudes, man. Two, two guys that built their platform from the ground up. Uh, guys that are similar to us and guys we respect in this space. So um, salute them. Shout out the homies. Million dollars worth the game. Gillian Wallow, enjoy this teaser. Do you think that uh, Ben Simmons can be, uh, the bridge can be, or he got to go? I think Ben Simmons is an extreme disappointment, man. You know, when you say, when you say you'd rather go to mental protocol than step on the fucking court and play basketball, which you've been doing your whole life, let's just keep it real. You're scared to step on that fucking floor in front of them Philadelphia Sixer fans, nigga. 
That's what it's about. No, he's been... Because if we would have shipped your ass to Sacramento, guess what you would have been doing? Playing, nigga. Mm -hmm. You that scared to step on that Philadelphia 76ers hardwood floor that you would say, but bro, he, he been, send me he, the mental fucking protocol. He been handicapped from the jump, bro, because the coach he had is somebody that knew him as a teenager, as a kid. So when he got there, they just let him be him. They never, they never forced him to work on his game or a jump shot. It's been talked about a couple years, but now it's at the point where everybody see it, and then you see it's affecting the, the, the ability of the team to be successful, right? So now they're like, okay, either you gonna shoot or we gotta get rid of you. But they should have done that when he first got there, bro. Yeah. You see but, what I'm saying? But, but for me, it's not even the fact of shooting a jump shot. It's the fact of always being on attack at 6'10", one of the most athletic, one of the most fastest people in the league. You got the ball, being on the attack and being aggressive. You feel what I'm saying? He don't have none of that. But you can't be a point guard in, on that team with the dominant big man and not be able to shoot. That's what, that affects your offense. You know what I'm saying? Because when they swing, swing, if you if you not, if you are not on the block and they swing, swing to you in the corner and you don't shoot it, what's but, the point of them doubling and B? But I, but I also know that when Joel and B and Ben Simmons play together, it ain't another two teammates in the league that has won as remotely as many games as them. They got the highest whip percentage out of any two players when they play together in the NBA. I'm a statistician and a great Sixer fan, too. They won the most games. And the next duo is 30-something games behind them. Stephen Clay? We might have to fact check that. Yes, please. Because Steph Clay won a lot of games. Please. No, because I mean, I mean, I feel like they had a, they had a real chance. I think when they had surrounded those two with a bunch of shooters, right? That's yeah. all you need. Mm -hmm. But slowly but surely, they got rid of those shooters, and that exposed Ben's inability Absolutely. to get a shoot the ball. And then, bro, you cannot like, how can you not take a shot? You're our second best player on our team. You don't take a shot in four playoff games in the fourth quarter. You the whole for every game, you never took a shot in the fourth quarter, bro. To the point where we give you the ball under the basket, you got a dunk and you pass it to somebody. But you not holding yourself accountable. You not saying, you know what, I fucked up. Let me hit the gym. Let me get better. Let me get mentally stronger and physically stronger. We seen Michael Jordan Lose to the Pistons year after year after year. They fucked Jordan up. And Jordan said, you know what? Let's get the team together. We got to get stronger. We got to hit this fucking weight room. We got... And then they came back and won. I feel like this new generation, and these niggas got too much control, man. For real, man. Niggas, oh, I don't want to be here no more. I want to, man, niggas was just happy to be in a league and be making some money and playing basketball, man. We were. For real, man. I know I was. Man, niggas be, niggas is like, it's, it's, it's almost like you, you lose the competition, you lose the fierceness, you lose all of that because everybody homies, everybody friends, everybody's cool, everybody's no rivalries, really. No, nigga, Bird ain't like Doc. Magic and the niggas didn't like Bird. Isaiah Thomas and the niggas didn't like Boston Celtics. We got real basketball. These niggas going to court, they be out there, they, they be teammates, they out there. 
I mean, they be on the opposite team. They got slaps there. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. He's on the other team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's going on a lot. That's going on a lot. You ain't right lying, now. though. It's a different generation. Like that's Isaiah Thomas said, man, me and Magic was best friends, man. They threw the ball in the air. I won a full layup. He body slammed me. Yeah. No, we ain't friends no more. Yeah. That's how we was, though. We like, we could be best friends off the court, but on the court, it's war. So for me, it's just like, like, you got a guy who is nothing wrong with him physically. When you was 10 years old, you didn't have no mental problems playing basketball. To me, I thought basketball was our safe haven. Yeah. When I thought basketball was when we going through all the crazy shit that life brings to you, when you step on this court for this three hours, nothing else matters. Yeah. That's what I thought basketball was. Yeah. I didn't even know basketball could give you some fucking mental problems. Right. I thought that was some life shit. I didn't even know that could happen because this is a game. Bro, this is something we played since we was kids that we fell in love with. Now, so you can understand about why Golden State is my team right now. I've been there since Latrell Spree. Because they got the best record in the league. Right? Yeah, no, 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 right. no. Latrell, Latrell, he was one of my... But uh, I would say this, too. Shout out to Ben Simmons. I, I like your game, player. I like uh, his game, too. Oh, 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 fuck all that. <laughs> I'm a sports analyst, right? And I analyze body language. Listen, Ben, I know it ain't you. Doc Rivers, stop that dumb shit. I believe it's Doc. I don't think it's him. I don't care what nobody's saying. There's some other shit going on. I seen him look at him one time, and the look was not nice. It was nasty look. I just, that's what I believe. You know how long Ben been in the league? Listen, I don't care about how long he been in the league. I don't know. You know, that's why you can't talk to him. He just gonna put that shit on Doc. Yeah, yeah. Stop that shit, Doc. You know how long he had been in the league? Leave that young boy alone. He messed his game up. Doc, Doc and no, that. Brett Brown, the coach that was there, yes. who got there. Doc that's was who some handicapped other shit. him. Doc yes. bullying that boy. Yeah, that's why he got <laughs> mental issues. Doc didn't mess his mind hey, up. Really, Doc, the best thing to happen to him, really. Listen, Doc was on that Pistons team you talking about. Doc is a tough no, dude. Was he? No, he was on no, the Celtics, man. Fuck no, he was not. You got Sam Cassell, you got Doc Rivers over there. That, oh, that's fault. what he needs. Doc, he's on the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? That's what he needs over there. coaching? No, I'm, no, talking about, I'm talking about coaching right now. Playing. He got Sam Cassell over there with him. Yeah. Doc Rivers and Sam Cassell, they can really help this kid, bro. Yeah. That's two of the best people you can have on your I side, know, man. Absolutely. I just think Doc So for me, too. man, I just look at it as a cop-out, man. Any, anybody that's saying, send me to the worst team in the league, I don't want to play with this championship team right here. That's just a fucked up mentality. Right, Sixers ain't no championship team. They ain't got no... Uh, that's just about? a messed up mentality to me. Championship team. And see, when we was playing, we only leaving if we ain't getting paid what we want. That's what we was leaving for. Because they taking some of his money, right, for not getting on the court. How much he should taking? be taking some of his well, money, Well, he's mentally that, and Doc beating him up. Fan questions are up next. Jack, you want to take this first one? Yeah, at King Jose 23 Who's one young player from today's game that you guys would have liked to play with? P.S. This is the best podcast of all time. Wow. Ali Voice. Thank you guys for giving us great content every week. Appreciate you, King Jose 23. King Jose, we appreciate you. Uh, young player we would have liked to play with. Best podcast of all time, he said. That's goaded. As my kids would say, voice. that's goaded. That's hard, that's goaded. Uh, I would say Luca. Luca is, to me, the when he came in the game, I think he was the most prepared NBA player we've seen since LeBron James. Uh, what he's been able to do with the game in a short what, fourth season, if I'm not mistaken? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would love, would have loved to be being one of Lucas' goons. Me, I would have to go with young players. 
I would have to go with probably uh, Jalen Green. Mm. I like, like the little kid. He got a real good uh, upside, very athletic. He loves the game of basketball. He plays with a lot of passion. And I probably could have gave him a couple points or two on defense. He'd be an animal. I think my runner-up would have been John Morant, too. I'm a big fan of, of what he does out there in Memphis. But uh, LaMelo, too. Forgot about LaMelo. Melba would definitely be fun to play with. But shout out all these young players. And Jose, appreciate the love. Next up, a son, Galmore. Who is the early favorite for Rookie of the Year? I'm going with Jalen Green. I like Jalen Green. I think when it's all said and done, he's going to be at the top. But if we're talking about right now, I'd probably have to say Scotty Barnes out there in Toronto has really mm -hmm. been benefiting from um, Pascal Siakam's absence. Right. Uh, I think he's at like 18 and 10. Uh, you know, we just had Van Fleet on the uh, podcast, and he spoke really highly of him. Very mature, young player. Is a dog. He's got a motor. But is also going to make Pascal Siakam tradable. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just how the game is. Pascal's been kind of a cornerstone and for the team. And he's making a nice little check, yeah. too. Yeah, he's been the corner of the cornerstone for the team the past couple of years, but this young kid came on the scene. Pascal's making a lot of money, and now you've got a young player putting up the same type of production who's not making as much money. It's a huge asset, so uh, be careful out there. These young players are coming. Next fan question. At Jessica Garrett, 0311. What were your three favorite restaurants when you lived in the Bay? Mm, damn. I would say Kincaid. Shout out Kincaid's, even though it's not on the same level it used to be. I don't know. Where else do we eat? Crustaceans. Crustaceans. Thang Longs. Thang Longs. Thang Longs. And, uh, what's Marshall's restaurant name? Um, and it's a barbecue spot right there in Jack London. Was it Jack London? No, not Jack it's London. not in Jack London. What it was called? It's, uh... I don't know, but shout out his restaurant, even though I forgot the name. The barbecue spot right there. Damn, I forgot. It wasn't called Jack London. What was Smith and no. Lincoln? No. No, no. But yeah, his barbecue spot. Fire. Too much Chalakala? Which former teammate are you calling to make a defensive stop to win the game? First, I'm calling Ron. Then I'm calling you. Then I'm going to show up if y'all don't stop him. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty similar. I'm going to call Ron. I'm gonna call Stack, and then I could be, bring the reinforcement. Yeah. Here are closing thoughts. Jack, you wanna take this away? Yeah, uh, respects to uh, Raven Johnson. She's uh, somebody who I actually fell in love with as a, play, as, a, as a basketball fan. She's a young girl, the first female to ever play in the Allen Iverson Classic. She had a, um, a, a bad injury recently. ACL? ACL, yeah, and it, um, she was kinda down because everybody was looking for her to have a big year this year. And uh, Don Staley was looking for her to do big things. But uh, we just want to give you some support and let you know that's the minor setback for the major comeback. We'll call away. Anything you need from us, we're here to do that. Yes, get better, for sure. Get better. It's a part of the process. You get better from this. And also, shout out Don Staley, man. She secured the bag, too. She got her a nice $20-plus million deal. And that's huge in women's sports, because you don't really see numbers like that thrown around. Highest paid. In women's sports. So definitely shout out Don Staley. It's, it's, it's deserved, and it'll be the first of many. Coaches starting to get their respect. Also, we want to send uh, some love to Young Dolph's family. Send our condolences to his family and his children. Also to the uh, Paper Rod Empire family. Yes, condolences, man. It's, it's, it's a tragic situation. You know, we're taking another father away from his children and senseless acts of crime against each other, man. So we got to do better as a community, man. Sending love to the family. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Jack, how are you going to be spending your Thanksgiving? Uh, somewhat chilling, man. Twisting one up, kick back, watch some TV and eat all the dressing possible. Watch them boys. Who you guys, you guys got who, the Lions? 
uh, watch the Cowboys. That's really my day. I really don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but I got a lot to be thankful for. So I'm just thankful for my family and friends. And I'm going to eat good and watch the Cowboys be some ass. Y'all be up in a... I'll be up in Sacramento all week working for the Kings, so I'm gonna spend Thanksgiving with my sister um, and her family. Uh, obviously very thankful for shit, what we have going on, what we've kind of built over here with the Showtime team and the Malka team and everyone else involved. And yeah, I'm definitely gonna eat good, I'm gonna smoke good, I'm gonna get some golf in and somewhat relax. Shout out to the best fans in the world, man. We continue to build this, this more than a podcast. We've been to build this ecosystem and we got so much more dope shit coming to you guys for 2022. Excited to announce soon. We got some new merch dropping soon. We got a tour coming in 2022. We got a Super Bowl activation coming in 2022. We got a All the Smoke Times Rock and Jock coming in 2022. So we definitely trying to secure the bag in 2022. So Again, man, none of this would be possible without our amazing fans. We appreciate you guys. We're going to find a way to get you guys acclimated and involved. We're going to do a little a tattoo challenge. Jack, you got your All the Smoke tattoo coming next I'm time ready. you come to L.A. I'm ready. Uh, so we're going to do some cool stuff with that, some cool giveaways, having you guys come on set once COVID slows its ass down. But again, man, we wouldn't be here without you guys. So we, we owe it to y'all being the best fans in the world. You know what's crazy before I say I met a dude from Pakistan yesterday when we were downstairs smoking, and he's just like, do you guys know how big you guys are? Because I never even thought, obviously, I know we, we do our thing in the States, but he's just like, do you guys know how big you guys are, you know, in my country? And I was just like, man, I had no idea. He's like, they love you guys. So we might need to tell uh, BD, we might need to hit this international tour. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> totally. Anyway, man, happy holidays to you and your family. Have a safe one. What's Burning is available every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what kind of fun is waiting for you at king's island the holy cow we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun the make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends.